Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Swings it in. Charleston claims he had his shirt held by a Brentford defender. And down at the other end, Ivan Tony goes down there. And that's a red card. Everton are down to 10 men. Jared Branthwaite deemed to have pulled him down deliberately while he was through on goal. First of all, holding inside the penalty area in terms of shirt pulling. Well, I don't think they're looking at that. Jared Branthwaite, head bowed, can consider himself a little unfortunate, to say the least. Brentford are feeling they can get a third. Everton have got a defensive job on their hands now, and they have got a third. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Rico Henry has been an absolute nuisance for Everton today, and that header... Puts Brentford 3-2 in front. Two goals in the space of two minutes for Brentford. And from 2-1 up, Everton are 3-2 down. Control of the game, looking like we're going to score more goals and, and hopefully win the game to, to get ourselves in that safe position that we want to be. And then the red card changes it. And the players gave everything. The game was difficult because it is. I don't think you can play 70 minutes in the Premier League with 10 men and... And expect much more. All I can ask for is that the players give everything, and they did. They fought. We got ourselves back in front. Um, but in the end, it was a step too far because of that red card. Any complaints about that decision? No, only, only the question of the penalty with Richarlison because um, I, think, I think a few weeks ago, four weeks ago, everyone accuses Anthony Gordon of going down too, uh, too easily when it was a foul at Anfield on him. So maybe Richarlison should have gone down more easily because a shirt pull is a, is a free kick. So it means it's a penalty. Well, Blues, for a long time it looked as though Everton's role in the relegation dogfight would go down to the wire. But after the win at Leicester, it looked like we'd done the hard part to get us clear. But here we are, going into the last two matches, still looking for that elusive win that would make us mathematically safe. 
Welcome back to the Toffee Web Podcast, where Adam, Paul, and I are going to try and pick the bones out of what was a roller coaster against Brentford on Sunday, and then go to the well once more to drag more optimism and fight out of ourselves for the Toffees' last home game of the campaign against Crystal Palace on Thursday. Fellas, how's the spirit holding up after that draining experience on Saturday? Adam, please go first. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and drain that well, yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was our season in a microcosm, really, wasn't it? It was just, it was everything. It was uh, early optimism, um, sheer incompetent uh, officials, um, controversy, um, sort of spirited fight back, but then just that, that gut punch, um, end with a bit of ill discipline. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was a bonkers game. I'm sure if you're a neutral, um, it's probably probably quite quite a fun watch. But um, I, I feel like I aged considerably uh, <laughs> during it. Um, and and I, yeah, I, I don't know if I fully recovered. I feel like yeah, the the the, the feeling uh, walking the dog on Monday. Um, yeah, was a little yeah, a lot of soul searching going on. Um, you know, but I think as you say, that that is all we can really do, isn't it? Try and try try and draw the positives from uh the performances leading up to up to this point. Um apart from the Watford game, which I guess, yeah, we'll discuss briefly, which is about all it deserves. Um mm-hmm. but um yeah, a real a real blow because up until up until the I guess the Leeds equaliser as well, just just before the game, up until that, um, and then, but even even so, that early twenty minute spell where you were thinking, okay, okay, it's happening, it's you know, mm. great, we can all just sort of you know, take it take a breath and you know start you know talking about the things we normally talk about this this time of year, you know, sort of looking overseas and looking ahead, um, but obviously. W- we can't we can't do that yet um but let's let's just get it done thursday let's let's show show what we showed against leicester um in in the big games as well against chelsea uh manchester united newcastle when it mattered um because if if we can um and if we don't lose our heads and if we aren't subject to more bizarre uh performances from uh the men in black, um, then uh, hopefully, hopefully, we should have enough so that it doesn't quite go to the wire. Goes about as close as we can all just about <laughs> yeah. stomach. You missed off uh, dreadful defending and poor uh, yeah. from your from your <laughs> yeah yeah. Log of, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, fitted in with Everton's uh, Everton's whole season, but yeah, yeah, well, well, uh, well put. I mean, let's rewind a week and like you know we, we, uh, this time last week we were sitting there or buoyant after the Leicester game the one we won what you know, I think we were I wouldn't say over I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it's um, I think it, it, it was fair to be pretty confident going into the Watford game wasn't it I think the way we were down and the, you know, the, the way they were it was like yeah I think we I don't think we were just like too blase either but we thought like, mm, we should be able to do this we should have a, I mean like it's like I'm I'm so I'm still so disappointed in that Watford performance myself. I thought it was such a good opportunity. I just I couldn't understand why we um, set up the way we did in that game. Why we flank left it so long to change it, and then after the game, he's coming out saying 
oh god, they were tired. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't, you know, we haven't got the squad to completely ring the changes. But I mean, one thing I just couldn't understand, like uh, Delph played and played well, fine, but. Um, and Alan could have played that game, and you know, we, we wouldn't have lost the game. I'm pretty sure had Alan have played, and then Delph gets himself injured. He's out, you know, out for these important games now. You know, I mean, he could have been rested, and then we've got a draw without Delph. It's like, okay, he would have been back for this. But you know, I mean, just um, seemed a bit brainless. There was just chances to rest a few players and change it up a little bit, and and, and rotate a bit, and have a bloody good go at them. I just couldn't really understand that performance at all. I was really, really disappointed in that because that was the real opportunity there. And I thought, yeah, okay, Brentford and Crystal Palace two games at home to do that. If you can't sort out in them two games, you could argue you don't really deserve um, deserve to stay uh, to stay up if you can't if you can't figure that out. And we can still do it. I think we still will. I think we'll I think we'll do it against Palace. But um you're always open to something silly happening and the way this season's gone, as you just said, it's um yeah, with that bad officiating and it's it's, it's caught us again and you, you can't anything can happen in a game of football. You can't account for something like that, you know so it's um I don't know whether they were just a bit blase thinking, ah, oh, that draws you off, we'll batter Brentford or whatever. I don't know, but it just seems such a strange performance against Watford the fought. And I was really disappointed, still am, really disappointed with that effort. And then, um, yeah, just, I don't know what to make of the game against Brentford. It's so hard to sort of like uh, put into words the um, the way the game went and the way the performance went. You're right, it was it, it was looking like a great day. We are having like a, a great time on Goodison Road. And it was like, you know, Having a few drinks and watching it. It, was, it was such a good like a festival almost. It was like such a good atmosphere. And then um we scored early. It was uh yeah, everyone's really buoyant. It looked like, as you say, oh, it looks like we're doing this now. And um yeah, and then just a uh, moment of madness really from Brant from uh from from Brantford. But it shouldn't really matter. This should have been apparently, and I don't really understand why. Well, one at the time I didn't really know what had happened at the other end of the pitch. It was in the Gladys Street. So you, you you there was you knew there was a bit of commotion, but you didn't really see what had mm-hmm. happened. You didn't really know how clear a shirt tug it was. It was only when I saw there was talk of it later on the way home. It was only when I saw a match the other day, I was just like, hang on a minute, Michael Oliver's looking right at that, right at that. He can't he hasn't got an obstructive view. He's not going to bend his head around a player to see it or anything like that. He's looking right at that. And even if he still doesn't think it's a foul, surely I mean we've seen some VAR interventions now most notably Alan against you know, against us. Why on earth isn't the VAR guy saying, Oh, hang on, you might want to have a look at this? Is it because it would have been too much of a faff to go back and not send Jared off and all that? Or did he just not want to give us it or just you know, as, as the way it's been? And two games against Brentford and Rondon got his, his shirt pulled right over his head away at Brentford yeah. and we didn't get that either, you know? Yeah. So it's just like mm-hmm. And I think if, he was still angry about it, wasn't he? That's the other thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just so. That's like... the that's the issue with VAR in a nutshell, really. The way that it's currently implemented is that you know that the they're frightened to make the big decisions, and if they don't make the big decisions, then the VAR is is almost. It, it's a, they have to really stretch themselves to to then overrule the on-field official win. So it's more about you know protecting each other than it is getting the the, the decisions actually right. You know, hundred percent right, and that's that's the problem. I mean, I don't know if that if that was a play with Michael Oliver because he's supposed to be the best ref in the country, um, but as you say, he's looking right at it. And I know there is um, there's an element of you know there's a high bar for penalties depending on which badge you're wearing um, and then obviously there's a high bar for turnovers um, and, and so I, I don't know how you can look at that um, and not at least give the penalty to then let the VAR decide whether Richardson was giving as good as he got in pulling Christoph 
ayah, you know, was was it six of one, half a dozen of the other? But get the decision right. Take it to VAR. Look at the monitor if necessary, because you know, as you've said, the the whole match turns on that one sequence, that that one thirty second sequence or whatever it is. Yeah, I think. I mean, the sad point of view from a sort of defensive point of view, and again, um, you know, Brantwaite's naive, isn't it? It's, it's a fact that straight from that, and I guess you know, if you weren't at the game or watching the game and you sort of say, well, we should have had a penalty and then straight from it, um, you know, they're through one-on-one, last man, straight red card. You go, well, how? And it's just, it's, it's one it's one ball. It's 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 it's, it's balmy, really, how quickly um, we're completely exposed. Um, and then obviously where, where we're really exposed after that is, you know, it's, it's, it's hard enough to play with, 10 men in the Premier League against any side, um, especially a sort of side who are comfortable on the ball um, and who, you know, are in, in, in good form and in, in a good place. Um, but obviously it's really hard when, when you know, you're already playing your, your fourth and fifth choice centre-backs. You lose one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, there's, there's no one really in reserve to, you know, to come on and sort of try and shore that game up and sort of try and make something of it. Um Obviously, we do get back into it and, you know, show great fight to get there. But, you know, the sort of defensive farce that kind of, you know, played out later on. Um, although, you know, hard to explain, I, I, I guess, you know, that's that's the sort of, that's, that's the mitigation, isn't it, really? The fact that, you know, you basically got Holgate against, you know, Against the the world, really, it's it's um it's not really it's not really where I want to be. I know I know, I know we've sort of said that a few times, and it's you know a few times this season it's been like oh yeah, but you know John Joe Kenny was at left back. Oh yeah, but you know we're playing so and so, and he wasn't fit or whatever. Um and and I guess you know this this is a point of the season where you do run out of excuses. Um, but it's it's such a pivotal moment, isn't it? Um, it's it's mm-hmm. you know lo- losing a player that early in a game. Um, and I guess yeah, that's that's the salt in the wound, isn't it? The the moment before it, and like you say, not not really checking it properly, um, not in the same way as you say something like the Alan one said it before. That kind of forensic detail that's applied at times, where you know these events are kind of replayed over and over again to just kind of brush past it and go, didn't see it. It's like well, the <laughs> only one. The only one that has been forensically examined was the the Alan red card, and they ended up overturning his decision. The others just yeah. seem to get passed over so so quickly. You're not even actually sure if there was a VAR check. You know, it's it's so quick. That's if it ha- yeah. if it happens at all. Hmm. Which it has to by protocol, does it not? I think anything like that, they, that you know. But what hmm. what what are, they, what are they doing if they're not looking at that? They're saying saying to Michael Oliver, what, what's the what's the VAR after him? Is it that in England? Was it? What, what what's he doing hmm. saying? What, you know, what, why why isn't he saying? To, hang on, sorry, <laughs> you just missed one there. You, 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 you made, you know, and then it's up to Michael anyway. So like, you know, just go just go and look at this, see what you think. I think you probably you probably missed a penalty there. <laughs> it's not yeah. like a you know, it's not like a score against Michael Oliver's name. Then it's not. <laughs> you know, I think people ever accept that these are humans and they will make mistakes. And the VAR's there to you know there to help them. It's not like it. It, it feels to me like it's a case of like they don't want to maybe at least for us don't want to maybe like um I don't know does that make their do they feel that that like, makes their referee look bad or puts them in a bad light for missing it in the first place or something like that? Am I scratching my arm for conspiracy theories? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But like, um, 
just can't understand that. I mean, it's not the first time, is it? It's 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 so many times this season now. Um, we've just been that scratching their heads as to what the yeah. I don't know. I think we've been more frustrated with VAR than we have with the actual match official most of the time. I think it's VAR which um, lack of giving decisions or <laughs> in this case changing decisions for us in, in the in the um, the Newcastle game. That was just yeah. left us so bewildered and frustrated. And the situation we're in now, I mean, it's it's yes, yes, it's it's Everton's own making a lot, a lot, a lot of all this. But but if we're literally talking just one or two points, and that's and that's, that's yeah, a couple of points, and that's all we need. So we got that game against Brentford away at Brentford this season. Brentford were terrible, absolutely terrible. The only way they the only way they were going to score was getting a penalty themselves. We scored. They had no other threat or game. We were just mm-hmm. as bad. But like you know, and but so <laughs> that's one point. Perhaps more if he scored a penalty. You know what I mean, I'm pretty sure Brentford wouldn't have got another goal in that game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's um that's one point we could have got, and you, you can go on about the City game, the you know Liverpool potentially. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, just um, that, that, that's two points right there, and there's others as well. Southampton away. There's, you know, you, you could go on all day really, but it's just, um, I, 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 you, you try not, um, we try not to be like, oh God, they're all so against us and all that. But as the season's gone on and on and on, we just, <laughs> you just figure at some point something levels out, and it, it just doesn't feel like it's leveled out no, at all. We've got that two penalty. It's not going to even out this season. It's not going to even well, out this season. No well to now we need a lot of decisions in the next, uh, <laughs> yeah. next two games so that's a happen yeah. wouldn't we yeah. <laughs> I mean so what sorry go on <laughs> I thought you were going to say something um, yeah so the um, uh, I mean well, we got a couple of penalties at Burnley um, didn't we but they weren't controversial they weren't you know what I mean it's like you know, I was a bit, still a bit surprised if you left holding to go back to go back for one of them but mm-hmm. we haven't had a lot of help from that and it's um you know, if it ends up costing us, then it's certainly an area we can point the finger because it really hasn't been hasn't been level or anything anything near. And if Michael Oliver, the best ref in the league, is still is making their mistakes as well, then it's really um you know, you just really feel very wrong with it, don't you? And it's um yeah, I think it costs us if we score that if we get that penalty and score it two up then oh, blimey, I don't think we'd have lost the game, put it that way. Yeah, but there'd be a valuable point at the minimum if we'd have got a draw, you know. Yeah, so uh, absolutely yeah. So really feel let down let down by the officials. Yeah. But if you've got Darren England saying that he wouldn't have had any problem had the penalty been given, then there's your problem right there. One person has said that it probably was a penalty and the other one's saying, well, you know, I'm erring on the fact that it's not. Well, then, you know, review the, the, the video together and make a final decision based on yeah. the rules of the game. And they haven't yeah. done that. They've, they've just kind of gone, well, you've made your decision and I'm not going to overrule you because, you know, there's a high bar for turnovers and uh, turnovers decisions and um you know clear and obvious errors and all the rest of it well it was a clear and obvious error but uh yeah. i don't know it's it's just and so you, frustrating and you're not telling me as well if, if that's if that's liverpool um firstly the lines are out to see if tony's offside for about five minutes and then, and then and, 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 and then you're going back to it it's it's and i, th- I think yeah but but the word is bewildered because as, as as well as that, you know, it's and we said this um, in the aftermath of the Newcastle game as well. You've you've not really got anywhere to sort of vent your anger. You know, it, it's obviously you know apart from us talking about it now, um, and apart from you know if and when it's sort of covered in the media afterwards. There's no there's no sort of you know we've not seen any kind of positive change since you know since Lampard's outburst for example you know it's no, not as if it's like, getting, oh, getting oh, worse you know, if anything it's, it's, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's getting worse because as you say we're, we're you know we're running out of time for it to kind of go away I, I know other sides have been you know 
on the other end of it, you know, Burnley at the weekend, you know, it's it's one of those kind of, you know, impartial decisions that, you know, we, we've seen ourselves, you know, um, you know, go against us. But um, but I think I, when you look back at it over the season, you just think, well, if, if one of them had gone our way, we, we, we wouldn't be, you know, we'd still be annoyed, you know, we'd, we'd quite rightly still be talking about it, but it'd be mm-hmm. the kind of, you know, sort of, you know, pub after the game chat where you'd be like, oh, you know, that one got away. You, you wouldn't be thinking, well, that's that's potentially the difference between, you know, staying up and not. Um, and yeah, it, it, it is a mess of our own making. You know, we, we shouldn't be in this position. There's, there's too many games. There's, there's, there's been too many performances like the Watford game. There's been too many uh, collapses like in, in some of the away performances we've seen. Um, and and also, you know, we've had we've had chances even in this last couple of weeks where it's been in our hands and we've not we've not you know capitalised on it. But you you need you know you need the help where you can get it. And um, well, that's why yeah, they play the thirty eight games. They play thirty eight games a yeah. season, and you've got the leeway. And we have we mm. had matches left, and if we hadn't been shafted by the officials, we'd be safe by now. You know, it's yeah, it's actually immaterial in in terms of the application of the rules. How badly we've been, how bad we've been up until this point, you know. Yeah. The season is the season as long as it is, and you have those many games to dig yourself out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> well, our um, so let's 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 do the question now, seeing as we're talking about justice <laughs> and incompetence. Um, we've we'll up, up, up the podcast now, are we? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we may as well just keep twenty it on minute theme. And... <laughs> Yeah. So our question for this week is of the many important decisions that have gone against Everton this season, which one has irked you most? And was it that one? <laughs> <laughs> I think my one would, and I was trying to think before, but like which one out of, you know, coming out of each game or having watched each game, which one has left me the most fuming, like, uh, you know, um, yeah, afterwards. Um, I probably wouldn't even say the Derby one because just, you just kind of don't expect to get anything in the Derby and that sounds like ridiculous, but mm-hmm. yeah, I just wasn't surprised that we didn't get the penalty. I was annoyed, but it just wasn't like, uh, it, did, it just didn't feel like uh, I could scream blue murder about it because just well, you just don't get them. It's as simple as that, you know, so um, similar in City away. That was a bit, I was you know, very angry with that because of the, because, because of how clear it was, but um I'm just wheeling them all off here, aren't I? But the, <laughs> the, the that's fine. So, yeah, the, for us, yeah, yeah. <laughs> plenty made them. Really. <laughs> the, um, the, I think the Alan one left me the sort of most angry afterwards. I think. Um, not. I mean, it, it didn't affect, affect the game. Thankfully, we managed to win it late on. But I think just the the after having that having that man suspended for three games, and when we lost the way at West Ham, and he would have been handy. The the, the, you know, the cup one didn't really matter, I suppose, and I forget what the other game was, but they were tight games and tight defeats, and they were um, you know, which and a player like Alan, we didn't have Delph available, anything for like that, you know, what I mean, so it would have been very very handy to have to have him available for them games. Um, so that, that that's probably that that's probably the one for me. Um, but that one or the one the one when London got his shirt pulled over his head at Brentford, and he just he just did nothing about it, and that was just so so clear. I just don't really understand. Again, I said, why why ain't VAR going? No, why isn't the ref giving it? And why isn't VAR doing that? So yeah, I'm going to go with the London one at Brentford. I think because it was just so. Yeah, you know, I mean that would have been a point for sure. You know, maybe more. You know, what I mean that that, that mm-hmm. day. You know I mean, and that's um, I don't think there's any doubts about that because Brentford was so poor. Um, yeah, so that one for me, it was just an absolute outrage. They just did absolutely nothing about it. And I was annoyed with the Everton players who did nothing about it either. Didn't scream at the ref, didn't shout about it, didn't appeal, did nothing, nothing about it at all to even make it 
VAR guy aware that we knew about it, you know. So, um, yeah, Rond on the way at Brentford to me. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably say... I mean, it, it, in terms in terms of anger and annoyance, yeah, it, it, it probably is at a land one for me because to be that annoyed even when we've won suggests <laughs> it's such a bad decision. And I, I guess it, it goes back to what we're saying in the way that the kind of technology just seems to be uh, misplaced and sort of used kind of on a whim. You know, at, at certain times it'll be kind of, um, you know, it, it will it will dominate the game. It will dominate the way we talk about it. It will it will take minutes out of the game. It will slow it down. Um, and obviously, at, at that point, you were thinking, well, this is a game we need to win against a direct relegation rival. And you're thinking, well, it's it's gone, and, and now now they're more likely to to go on and win it. Obviously, you know, thankfully, um, got a big three points out of that game. But I think um, just just for just for sheer incompetence, that one. But I guess. For importance, uh, I, I, yeah, I think I think this this weekend's going to take some beating because uh, to see us go from being so uh, composed, um, you know, we, we we looked like the only side who was going to win it, um, and for a game to just sort of turn on a sixpence like that and really just uh, just ju- just change the narrative because let's face it, you know, we'd be we, we, we'd be bouncing right now. We've been saying, oh yeah, Calvert Lewin's goal, best best thing I've ever seen. You know, we'd be, you know, we'd be, you know, we'd be, we'd be we, we, we'd be having a good old giggle, and instead we're trying to sort of you know stomach ourselves for for what's to come, uh, you know, and go 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 back into battle essentially um, when it could have been could have been a lot easier. And I guess you know it's all it's all part of our, our story. It's all part of the uh, you know the. Uh, the joys of being an Evertonian, um, but um, oh, the joys, <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's 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 hard to think of them at times, and I think um, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, we, you know, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a lot to sort of take away from um, Sunday, but at, at, at the minute, that's that's what we're going to dwell on. Um, so um, because, yeah, it it, it changed the game. Change the game. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably go that one to be honest. How about you, Lyndon? So both Brentford, you wouldn't have thought that to start a season. We winded about two decisions and yeah, two separate yeah, games exactly. Brentford, which uh, yeah, yeah. which might cost us a place in the league. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the the Alan one against uh, Newcastle was infuriating because he'd made the right decision, was then advised mm. to go and look at the and then change. And it, I wouldn't have minded if it was like. Um, Rondon's tackle against Brentford where he thought, oh, you know what? That really is a straight red challenge. The, Alan's was not, and I've seen three or four since that have got that, you know, have gone unpunished or have just been yellows, which is what it should have been. You know, he didn't yeah. catch him high on the above the foot or anything. You know, he just tapped his foot as he was going through. A straight, I mean, a, a, a nailed-on yellow for sure. Um, the, the one on Sunday at the time, I wasn't that infuriated because having, again, seen Rondon at... at um, that Brentford in the away game, I just wasn't that surprised. I, you know, we just don't get those decisions, even though it used to be that was a, an automatic yellow card when the rule was first introduced. And now it's, you know, over time, these, these they kind of slacken off, um, you know, and even, I mean, Vitaly Mikolenko putting his uh, his head into, uh, who was it that he, was it Tony? Or he put his, his, his head into, I mean, that a few years ago would have been a, would have been a red card. You know, but now there's kind of the referees of, and there's and common sense in that in that um, instance is actually being applied because he barely touches him. But um, 
yeah so but but because of the um of how important it was and what happened obviously 30 seconds later to Branthwaite, i think that one is the, the one from sunday is the one that, that irks me the most and i don't think that's just recency bias i mean it's because it's such an important game and such an important decision and they just got it wrong completely wrong yeah we could just you just can't fathom, can we? Though, like the the, what the, the use of VAR, we're kind of going kind of in circles. The army in terms of like giving, you know, almost like weekly on the, on the podcast about this, but it's just uh, you just can't understand what they're doing. I hate it. I wish they'd just been it. I wish they'd been it. Or if they do it, like in in the states, you're just going to need more officials on the field so that it's more of a collective decision, and it's not just yeah. one man's ego or one man's just you know one man's um, mistake or refusal to own up to a mistake. Um, you know, then you've got people making a collective decision. They've all weighed in on it and said, no, this is it. And then you live with it. You know, then you've got enough people. But right now it's just, it's so opaque. There's no, there's no accountability. There's no, um, apart from a few days later when, uh, you know, Dermot Gallagher goes on and waffles about, you know, if he's going to either support <laughs> yeah. his officials or he's not, um, you know, then you've got Keith Hackett more or less saying that everything's crap. And then you've got Mark Clattenberg going, everything's fine. You know, it's just, they can't see, there's no consensus on, on, on anything, um, much less, you know, the pundits like, you know, Jamie Carragher saying it, it was, and then Gary Neville saying, well, the decision was wrong. I mean, it's just, the whole thing is a mess. The whole thing is a mess. It just needs, and this is supposedly, you know, the richest, most popular league in the world. And weekly, you're having these discussions about fundamental decisions affecting fundamental results, really important results at both ends of the table. Um, it's mad. Madness. It's like an ad- addiction being Evertonians, isn't it? Just so, just so, like, uh, so much we loathe about football, modern football, and our favouritism towards the big clubs or whatever else. You know what I mean? We just binge about it all the time. And, <laughs> yeah, you just can't, you just keep on, you can't help it, can you? You just keep on coming back. You can't, like, it's, you know, you can't switch it off, can you? But, uh it's uh it's annoying <laughs> it's, I it, but it's not it. just whinging for whinging's sake i mean it, it is actual no. there is actual i mean demonstrable favoritism demonstrable inconsistency going on yeah there is for sure Damn. i always thought the um we, we've said this before with some mates like the uh, the the um the way var has worked but they like a, a review system work better i don't know if that benefits the big club so much i don't know but like say like in like cricket where you get like three reviews and you can you know you um you know, like that a challenge so, yeah, system, so you, you yeah mm. like a challenge system yeah, yeah. so say you yeah. had like one you know i don't know you have one each if you if you get it right you keep it if you you know if you get it wrong that's it you've lost it you know what i mean because they'd be very cautious about that players be more cautious about diving especially if they made dives like uh you know more mm. punishable yeah i mean i, I think they got to get more serious on diving rather than like what happened to uh to anthony at liverpool just like sometimes oh fancy booking him most times you won't get booked but occasionally somebody will get picked on you know what i mean just this, there's, there's real scope for like making making the, the system so much better. Um, I'd like to see that because I think it'd just be a bit more. The, the, the team gets to choose what they what gets reviewed and what doesn't. Not just wishy washy. Yeah. Sometimes this gets looked at, you know. What I mean, and then if you miss one, well, that's your fault. If you, uh, you know, if, if you if you try it and the players dived or you're wrong, then again it's your fault. If you get it right, well done. You keep. You know what I mean, I think it's. That's better. I mean, I don't know if, whether that would. Then we just had this issue of them, them calling it wrong in the VAR box. We'd still be back to square one. You feel like whatever they do, mm. <laughs> they'd find a way to get it wrong, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? But they'll yeah, find a way like, to get it wrong for us. I think that's, that's, a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a thing. They'll find a way to needle. But I, I mean, I, I, I guess with that, with that concept, at least you probably 
get to know a bit more about that decision-making process. You'd get to hear more of the sort of communication that's happening. Um, because, yeah, at the minute, like it's it's sort of, you know, it's like, oh, it, it, this is how it works. And, you know, it just sort of, you know, it happens. Sometimes we're pouring over these details. Sometimes we're seeing what's happening and we're seeing lines drawn and we're, you know, we're, you know, we're seeing the referee go to the, uh, to the, the pitch side monitor and, you know, we get the idea that something's being poured over. And sometimes we don't, and we think, you know, you know, is like you say, it's only sort of later on in the week that it's kind of, you know, buried in the news somewhere. But oh yeah, no, t- turns out it was looked at, and it, it, it probably was a penalty. So like, oh great, you know, but <laughs> yeah. it's no, so it's, it's no good now, is it? Um, whereas I guess yeah, if that was happening in the heat of the moment, and you know, maybe we, we'd sort of get a bit more of an inside track on what was going on in that process. But I, 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 I don't know. I mean, we, we we've seen they are sort of you know used pretty pretty well in other tournaments uh, in other leagues in other competitions um i, I don't know is, is it is it because it you know it's it's more sort of you know kind of top heavy our division in, in the way that it works is it because um i, I don't know is it you know we, we suppose to have the best referees in the world but we clearly clearly we aren't seeing the no, benefit of that we, we may uh, have done in the past but we don't now yeah yeah no. exactly so I, I i i don't know I don't know why it's gone so wrong. I, I just, I hope, um, you know, I hope that something's done in the summer to address it. And I just hope that obviously the kind of damage that's been done by it, because, you know, we, we can all, I've said this every time one of these decisions happen, you know, I, f- I feel like we're all, you know, big enough to hold our hands up and say this season has, has been, you know, poor for lots of reasons. It's not just VAR. It's not, you know, it's not cost us, I don't know, 20 points or something. It's not the reason we are where we are. Um, but it's at the minute, you know, certainly from 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 Sunday's game and and the more you know this kind of catalogue builds up, it's mm. the difference between that vital mm. vital couple <clears throat> of points. Um, you know, we're not talking about you know a couple of points between say finishing twelfth and eleventh or you know seventh and sixth, which you know obviously can have you know big impacts in terms of the finances or you know qualifying for various competitions and the like. Um, but this is you know this is survival so it's 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 massive it's absolutely massive and and you're not telling me if that's you know if that's say i don't know uh the likes of city and liverpool challenging for the league you know we, we would not be here in the end of it it would just be it would be a media frenzy if 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 that had sort of happened you know and we we, we saw elements of that with uh you know with the rodri handball and we saw how amplified it was then um it's it's not been the case for us i, I just i hope that's not what we're talking about but I guess, you know, not, I'm not amping up to a rallying cry just yet, but I guess mm-hmm. we have still got our destiny in our own hands. So as long as as long as it's not taken out of out of our hands by sort of poor decision making, as long as we can sort of um, keep at it on Thursday, we are still in it. It's not it's not totally sort of pegged us back. Um, and to be honest, that's that's as, as as much about sort of the sides around us being just so so drab and dire themselves. Um, but it is it's 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 still in our hands. So hopefully, you know, if we can keep eleven men on the pitch against Palace, uh, you'd like to think you'd like to think if we showed anything like that kind of opening spell before it all kind of went to pot, um, and things did just turn into a sort of you know strange game that just you know no no one could really sort of get control of. Um, that that, that we have hard, enough. isn't it? 
it's, it's hard in, in that situation because um, you know trying to um, to manage a game and manage a lead is hard enough in the Premier League with eleven men. You know when you've got ten against you know the likes of Christian Eriksen who just you know was going to have a field day in that kind of situation. Um, you know I think there was a I think we were probably the victims of our own sort of excitement and emotion going into because you know the, the mm. crowd getting everything getting the players amped up. Um, maybe there was a they kind of lost their focus a bit and their shape a bit. Um, but, but I mean, any, anytime you've got someone like Anthony Gordon is the, is the one who's, who has to be back there defending deep crosses. I mean, he, they, he's, that's just not his game, you know? And so mm. it's, it's not really surprising that you get you know, someone beats him at the back post to, you know, to, to, to score a header in that situation. Um, but just because he yeah. let us run a go was the thing, wasn't it? As one went like literally right, right in front of him. I, I think he was mentally mentally tired or just tired. I think more than anything. Well, he, the lad's he, he'd knackered. Ran his, he's yeah, he's running on, on, yeah. on fumes yeah. for weeks, and which is why I was surprised he mm. played at Watford. I mean, there have actually been yeah. a couple of games where I've been surprised he's been in the lineup because the kid needs mm. a break. He just needs one week off, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, yeah. We, we, we said it with a lot of the game. I, I think you, you, yeah, you both right. Sort of call it out. I think some of the decision making. I, th- I think it's 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 one of the games um, where where you can really sort of point the finger at the manager and say um, we, we 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 didn't get a lot of those decisions right. I mean, a- anyone watching that game <coughs> seen seen the likes of Damari Gray who just looked completely dead on his feet um, and you know didn't didn't really have anything to give um, when we had sort of other attacking options on the bench. Um, and yeah, yeah, again, yeah, the likes of Gordon. There were there were ways we could have freshened up that side, but still had a go. At, you know, arguably, you well, if if not the worst side in the league, was well, you know certainly on you know paper was uh, yeah. the second worst. But you know, and 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 in terms of you know their, their morale where they were, um, you know, we, we spoke about pre-game um, with the comments from the manager, the comments from the players. Um, you know, they looked they looked bereft, and we we kind of made it very easy for them to. You know, I, I think mm. uh, I, th- I think I think some of the com- commentary in the game sort of alluded to like testimonial or like a friendly exhibition game. Um, there was there was so little urgency, and yeah, part of that is is down to tactics. Part of it um, is down to sort of you know tiredness. But I think yeah, it was it was it, it, it was it was a, a real a real missed opportunity and then obviously then that feeds into the next game in the sense that yeah it was one it was one we had to win and I think again yeah that that, that emotion's great to ride off when it's when it's on the up um, and you know and there have been, been times this season where we have had to sort of you know where, where the fans have sort of dug players out of a hole but it's it's a very old to dig out, a very hard, deep, dark hole to dig out of lo- <laughs> losing losing a central defender that early in a game, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, is 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 he that eye up the pitch if we're not sort of you know if we're not kind of bounce? And I, I I don't know, it's it's it, there's, there's so many what you know what ifs and, and maybes and stuff, but um, I think it's it's obviously it's, it's really disappointing how these past two games have panned out for. A lot of reasons, um, and um, and I, th- I think as well one one thing we really missed um, in you know in the kind of seventy minutes um, seventy minutes from hell uh, in terms of a, a watching experience um, was was that kind of vocal um, composure at the back, which you know I think you know if the likes of Mina had been fit, 
if we'd had Delph in the side, um, you know, even even potentially Keane as well, um, or or at least at least one of those three players to kind of come off the bench, even if they weren't sort of fully fit to kind of shore up that back line. Um, because even tired players can be talked through a game. Um, and I think, yeah, those elements are tracking back, certainly for set piece as well. Um, albeit, it's, it's, you know, the second one, it's just it's just a, a bonkers header, isn't it? Like, ne- never goes in any other time. But it's just a, no. you know... Um, but That's the I beauty of the near post flick on though, isn't it? The near post <laughs> yeah, exactly. flick yeah, yeah. such an it's such an effective um tool and we never use it. Hardly ever. Yeah. And we could actually because <laughs> our set pieces have been under hit for so long. You could just stick <laughs> just stick someone oh, yeah. there on the front there just to get a touch on it. <laughs> or, or curled out of play. I mean, is there anything more yeah. frustrating than when my but it's it seemed you know, it's no secret we, we we had a big old conversation about set piece takes and the fact is you know we, we had we had three good ones last season and you know now we're kind of you know relying on the likes of Gordon and, and Gray it's not there it's not necessarily yeah. in their repertoire um it's worked sometimes but obviously yeah particularly when you are down to 10 men you you, you really need those moments to count and yeah, yeah that that didn't happen for us and and yeah going back to it yeah the other end of the pitch, I think, you know, we, we really miss that sort of commanding kind of presence um, for those kind of moments. Um, and then obviously, it, as soon as that second goal goes in, the, the head's dropped and that's, yeah, that's that, isn't it? Sorry, Paul. Uh, just, yeah, just just leading on to that, just, just it's, it kind of sums up the season of frustration, like the timing of Michael Keane to get to get some mm. like sickness bug and have to miss that game. Yeah, it couldn't have been like some, I don't know, random game earlier when we had a bit more cover. Had to be now, didn't it, when we had nothing. You know, like, you know, so like, I don't know. It's just at least like if he's, I don't know, if he gets himself in that model, gets sent off, oh, well, at least we'd have Blanford on the bench. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we, you know, we yeah. just had uh, absolutely nothing. We, nothing we could really... You sympathise with Frank there. He could have done more, though, in midfield, I thought. Like, I don't know why Gomez stayed on the, the, the pitch for so long. I always feel like I'm always trying to pick on Gomez. I don't, I don't, I'm don't. i not trying to pick on Gomez ever. I just So many times, he's just, um, just frustrated. But I don't really... I sympathise with him a bit in this game. He probably could have done, done a little bit more to clear the ball for their first goal for Brentford. But in the second half, it's not his game. We all know that. It's not his game to go press and tackle and whatnot. We, we know that. And why he survived for so long in the game? I, I you know, I was saying, I was saying, was there? Why did we get Alan on just for like a bit of bite in midfield? Someone who's gonna, you know, he can sit in, make some tackles, break play up a little bit, and such of Everton well, just plug them out anyway. Was yeah, Alan fully know. fit? Is yeah. that's my big question because I would I would have pulled Gomez off at half time and put Alan on for mm. that specific reason because I mean I don't think he should have started anyway. I think maybe Frank was looking at his first game against Brentford and how well Gomez did. Oh, maybe, um, but maybe. I would have put, I would have played Gomez against Watford um, and played Delph in this one. Um, exactly. You know, that's yeah, the way. That's I, but, yeah. I mean, it's, it's all hindsight having perfect vision. But in the in the case of Gomez, I don't think it is because we've been watching this guy for three four years now, and we know that he's he can't play in a two. And yes, we rag on it on, on on him quite a bit, but the fact of the matter is that he's his role in the team is very specific. He plays on the left. He can play on the left side of a three in a more attacking um, posture. But other yeah. than that, he's just he's a liability anywhere near our our, yeah. our area. And, you know, as you said, for that, um, I think it was their first goal that he doesn't cover the, the, the byline. And Henry gets the ball across. And, you know, and, and yeah, anyway. And he, he, <laughs> I don't, don't want to complain he, about him too much, but that's he's very frustrating from that point of view. Yeah. yeah. He'd had other shaky moments before that as well, hadn't he? I'd, 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 he looked, at, and again, you have really got to question me, Alan, thing like, it, sh- surely he can't be fully fit because Gomez, 
you know, and you know, I'm, I'm giving him a get out clause. Here. You know, he obviously, you know, he's not he's not going to be up to a pace of a game because he's not been he's not been playing football really. Um, mm. And and yeah, and I think I, I, I can see the logic of sort of um, you know. If, if you're playing a side who like to keep the ball um, and who are probably going to look after a the ball, then it, it probably is, you know, the chance to use Gomez because he is he's a bit of a luxury in that sense. Um, he's a luxury, but you don't receive a benefit of though, sadly, because, you know, <laughs> yeah. either, either, you know, it's, it's, he's, he's great when you, you know, when you three one up <laughs> against Brentford in a cup game that they don't really want to win. Um, I yeah. think he's, he's obviously not really, who you want, and and let's face it, he, he, it's it's not it's not his game uh, to be sort of yeah harrying after people when you're down to ten men, and what you really want is someone snapping into challenges and keeping it tight and um, and just just showing a bit of a bit of composure. Um, so yeah, I, I, it it is a mystifying one that it, yeah, as, as you say, it goes back to the Watford game with the personnel. Um, you know, I, th- I, th- I think there were there were players like Gomez, like Deli Ali, I guess as well, who probably would have had a, a bit of a point to prove and who couldn't have asked for a kind of easier platform to do it in against a side who, you know, half of them don't look like they want to be there. The other half probably just don't want to get injured for the summer. Um, mm-hmm. That would have been a, a great chance for them to sort of express themselves a bit. Um, but the yeah, Charleston, the like Charleston looked flat against Watford, didn't he? he yeah, mm-hmm. Rondon probably could have played that game instead. And even, yeah, joking aside, El Ghazi could have had a game there. You know, like it's, uh, and, and, and it doesn't mean you can't have like, you know, Okay, this ain't quite work. And then you got like Gordon, Damari Gray, these players, the Charles, etc., on the bench and handy, ready to you know, thirty minutes to go, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you know, it, you know, you you've got you got plenty of good plan B options there if you do that. So, yeah, well, all that good work and in in you know, it's let's hope it's not undone. But all that good work and particularly Leicester away and the Chelsea game at home to, of getting us, you know, giving us a chance to get us in that position just. Yeah, just blew it at Watford. They were really, yeah. So it's, I just couldn't believe it. I saw the saw the exact same team lining up. And thought, and it's that bit a bit too defensive for way at Watford anyway for a team who were so so crap. You know what I mean? Like it was just um, it, you know, it's, and it was their B team pretty much, wasn't it? He wasn't even there like first eleven. You yeah. know, so it's that old changing yeah. uh, changing a winning team thing, isn't it? Um, but yeah. I, I, I think going. I mean, for for, for Thursday. He's got to he's got to scrap the the, the five man back line surely you know the three man defence surely I mean we're hope hopefully Keane's well enough to play um, I don't know if Mina can can get any minutes on Thursday I would pro- it's probably unlikely um, but I I think he needs to go back to you know what was working before um, and you know there's I suppose there's going to be fitness concerns over Calvin Lewin because he seemed to be limping at the end. Um, so it's it's going to be um, it's going to it's, it's going to be an interesting team, but it's going to it's going to be an important team selection, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think is that we can't surely we can't be uh, saving if, if anyone's like just got a chance of making it, we got to give them a chance to play. I mean, we can't we can't yeah. be saving plays for the Arsenal game. This is the game, isn't no, it? This, this is, is the it, game yeah. we've got to go and win. You know what I mean? So you said them on the earlier uh, done a which podcast quite a while ago, London. The um, one thing we got like is that. The, the times we've had been in this position going into the last game of the season when we needed the result, we've been at home in them games and we got, you know, and, and obviously Wimbledon, Coventry, Goodison's helped out, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of got to treat this like it's like it's like that, like it's last game. I think, I think to be fair, Arsenal did us a bit of a favour, or Newcastle did us a bit of a favour last night because I think surely, surely Spurs will hammer Watford, uh, Norwich last game of the season. I would have thought, 
And then, like, uh, if if Arsenal in that position where they hear the Spurs if they open, the you know that 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 goes in, you know that that gets transferred to the players from the crowd and all that. You could see Arsenal's being a little bit half-arsed, maybe in that the way they've been this last couple of games. So, if we, if we go into Arsenal maybe needing a point, I wouldn't say all hopes lost, but we certainly don't want to be in that situation. You know, I mean, if we can just uh, get, you know, we've got to be trying to get it done. Obviously, uh, uh, Thursday. Um, it's 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 got to feel like that's the game, is it? It's got to feel like that last last chance survival sort of thing, and. Hopefully, uh, yeah, we can just um, just get over the line. Um, already nervous for a couple of days before. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just went, qu- but... I went quiet then, just listening. I was like, <laughs> 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 well, I mean, the thing, the thing to bear in mind is that if we lose on Thursday, the other two teams still have to win. Mm-hmm. They still have to beat the, their, you know, their respective opponents to send us down, and that's, you know, <laughs> no one wants to be in that position. I don't think we're going to be in that position, to be honest. Um, but that, I mean, that is the reality. Is that you know? Um, yeah, I do. I, think, I do know, have if, hope, if, that, actually. Sorry, that's if Burnley lose against Villa. If Burnley mm-hmm. lose against yeah, Villa yeah. on Thursday, then both Leeds and Burnley have to win in order to to send us down. And that's that's a crumb of comfort, but <laughs> realistically, are, are Leeds likely to likely to beat Brentford away? Yeah, I mean, you'd say it's it's unlikely, no. or are they even? Not, you know, not, like, not on the evidence of Sunday. I mean, and Brentford exactly. since since Christian Eriksen came in, they've been flying at home in particular. Um, I think the last team to beat them at home was Newcastle back in I don't know January or February or something. They're they're doing really well at home, and you know they're a really good side, and they're they'll be buoyant. They want to get into the top ten. Mm. Um, so. They don't look on the beach, do they? Yeah, you know I mean, they look. No, yeah, no, so no. yeah, they no, signing off and signing off at the first Premier League season at home in front of their crowd. It's like, look, we're talking like this is what we're gonna. <laughs> that we already need to sort of like bank on this. But like, yeah, I mean, yeah, even if the worst does happen on Thursday, I, I, I think we'd probably be okay. Thanks to thanks to the team that just beat us, probably. But um, yeah, I mean, if that's what comes to in the end, then so be it. But uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm, more optimistic. I think, I think Thursday will be okay. I think keep eleven men on the pitch at least. I think we'll be okay. I think uh, keen back and bit a bit, uh, bit better defensively. And yeah, I don't know. I got a feeling. I got a feeling one of Delph. I think I got a feeling Delph might just they might, they might just strap Delph up and get him out there to play. I got mm-hmm. a feeling they might just do what they can to get somebody through the game and uh, just do enough to get and just just get us over the line. And yeah. Charleston would be the man, wouldn't he? Probably to, uh, to to make it happen. You would have thought if we're gonna gonna do it on Thursday, or you know, yeah, yeah. I think we'll be okay. But blimey, it's uh, I don't want a season like this for, <laughs> for you know, um, yeah. for whatever. <laughs> but no. yeah, take take those first, you know, those first eighteen minutes again. It's Sunday as the template. Um, you know, it's, it's yeah. it'll be good as and under the lights again. Uh, the crowd will be up for it. My my worry is if you know if something goes against us, it's going to be much more nervy this time because of the stakes. Um, but we just got to you just got to keep the faith and, and just stay behind them for ninety minutes. And you know I, I think we'll be okay. I think we can do it. And um, we can certainly beat Palace. It, it 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 does depend on the personnel. You know if we're if particularly in, at the back. Um, but you, you've got to think that Michael Keane, if it was just illness, that you know in the space of a few days he'd be able to 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 get back in and play. Um, Please let that be the case, because unless they're yeah. patching Mina up and sending him out on uh-huh. one leg, I don't know who else you play. <laughs> yeah. And likewise, whoever's whoever's in front of them as well, whether it is a patched up Delph, if it is Alan, you know, because um, I think you know if 
it, it, I, th- I think particularly Alan seems to me like the sort of player, even if he was carrying an injury, you know, he's got that sort of, you know, governor sort of, you know, I can, I can, I can see him sort of, you know, making himself available, you know, sort of going through the pain barrier. I think, I think we, we do yeah. need that. Um, and um, and then yeah, besides that, I think yeah, just you know, we need certain players to step up. Um, you know, I, I think that's, that's a really frustrating thing, isn't it? But you know, but they looked like there were going to be some really you know good performances to talk about based on what we saw really doors on um, Sunday. Um, you know, and um, and obviously you know, great to see Don back amongst the goals, as you say. You know. If, if that game goes differently, let's face it, he probably comes off after an hour and we're sort of 2-0 up and cruising and you say, oh yeah, you know, hopefully he'll get some minutes before the season's out. You know, Selavi didn't work out that way. Um, whether whether he'll be he'll be right for uh, for Thursday or not, I'm not sure. Um, but it, it, whoever's out there... He much more like his old self, didn't he? Definitely. Yeah, his his, so. his hold-up play was a lot better. Um, yeah. his, his, his use of the ball when he, when he kind of won it was a lot better. Um, and he, and he caused some problems. So um, I think, yeah, if 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 we can have anything like that for, you know, either of the last two games, um, and I, I guess you know that's that's one other thing to say. But beyond the fact that Arsenal's sort of top four hopes might be, you know, pretty much out the window, is the kind of nature of the performances as well with them, and also, um, you know, similar to I, I guess you know similar to as we saw with Lampard. Um, you know, you've had like I think Granite Xhaka came out today and said, you know, we need to show more balls and all this sort of thing. Uh, you know, it's always about balls, isn't it? Um, so <laughs> yes, it think, comes uh, back to balls. <laughs> sadly, sadly. Uh, so I think um, you know, if um, if if you know, w- w- we're not we're not you know playing a side who are kind of really really on the up. So you'd hope hope that um, you know, if it came to that, we'd have enough. Uh, Enough to uh, enough to get something at Arsenal, but yeah, let's let's hope we don't need to. I yeah, I feel like it strikes me Dominic as well. He he, he seems like a he's always seems to have been like quite like a purple patch sort of goal scorer. Mm. He's gone quite a long time without a goal now, uh, Dominic hasn't he? And uh, fingers crossed that might just be something that triggers him off for these next couple of games. He's had a bit of a tough time, hasn't he? So maybe just he's lost the or at least the next game anyway. Like if, if you call uh, two goals in two games a purple patch, I don't know, but the. Uh, yeah, but just uh, may hope you trigger them off on some sort of little bit of form in these last couple of matches would be uh, just uh, would be very timely um, the turn. Particularly, there's no bond on to you know even come off the bench now, obviously for the, the rest of the season. So we're kind of it's only him and Richie now, isn't it? Who can really do anything? Uh, Tosin <laughs> might be involved, you know, but like there's uh, not much else to go from yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you've, yeah. You, you've already spoke about El Ghazi and Tosin, so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the heroes, the heroes in waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah, that'll do it for the last uh, well, potentially the last uh, Toffee Web podcast of the season. When Adam's off on his jollies next week, so we'll see if we can if we can patch in a uh, a last minute substitute. Um, so we'll see if we're back next week um, to reflect on whatever happens over these next two games and the 2021-22 season as a whole. However it shakes out for Everton, let's keep everything crossed that things go our way over the next few days. And we're talking about the rebuilding job that needs to be done to get this club challenging at the right end of the Premier League again rather than the chaos that will surely ensue should we go down. So until next time, send or bring all your positive spirit energy to the old lady on Thursday night. And come on, you blues.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 